You're listening to the Toot Sleuth Podcast. Hosted by Greg Essenmacher. Welcome to the Tooth Sleuth Podcast, all about the business of dentistry. I'm Greg Essenmacher, your host. Although I'm not a dentist, I've been known to play one over your favorite listening devices. On today's episode, I'm excited to welcome Stacy Pfeffer Farley and Dr. Howard Pfeffer. Stacy pretty much stumbled into the dental industry because her father was a dentist. Little did she know she'd find her niche. With a bachelor's degree in communication and business, she always had sales and marketing in her background. But the thing that she learned throughout her career is that if you can find something to sell that you're really passionate about, you'll be successful. You know, the average conversion from lead to sale in full arch dentistry is 20%. Big DSO companies claim they do much better with seasoned sales reps, converting at about 40%. The question's why? Well, there's many reasons. And with Stacy's conversion rate being, can you believe this, 85 to 90%, she thought to herself, can I help other dentists to increase their conversions? So she tested her question with a test and prototype seminar, and the results were astounding. In one month, the clinician and his sales rep more than doubled their collections and tripled their conversion. She looks forward to being able to spread this proven system nationwide. And Dr. Howard Pfeffer, received a Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology from Temple University, then graduated from New York University College of Dentistry. He served for two years at a dentist in the Army at Fort Sill in Oklahoma. Thank you so much for your service. Following his service, he moved his family from New Jersey to California and settled in San Diego. A year later, opened his practice in 1976. He's proud of the fact that in 2016, he sold that practice, which is one of the largest implant practices in San Diego, and retired. He considers one of the highlights of his career in 1990 to 1995 being able to help thousands of dentists with his seminars and tapes on his practice building techniques. So please help me welcome Stacy and Dr. Howard. Thanks, guys, for being with me today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I mean, I, I've just got to start out. Stacy. come on now. 85 to 90%. That number is just crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... That's it. It's uh, it's pretty incredible. It's 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 great to be able to, you know, find something that you didn't even realize you were going to do while you started in your career, and you you kind of just found your way into the industry and and um, became really good at it. So thank you. It's 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 awesome for me. <laughs> So I have to think, right? So Dr. Howard, you know, you're a dentist. So was this a situation where, you know, you had little Stacy when she's three, four years old, tooling around in the operatories, you know, playing with the needles and all that good stuff? Was that the situation that we're talking about? Yeah, Stacy was always, a, by the way, excuse me for my voice. I'm a little uh, getting off a cold. But uh, Stacy was always very active and uh, we... You know, I've had I have three three kids, and uh, she was the one that most resembled me. She was very outgoing. She really liked dealing with people, and uh, she was uh, like she said, she graduated with that degree in uh, communications, and she went into the uh, you know the field of uh, um, business, and and she 
she did real well, uh, but she wasn't really finding her passion. And then uh, it just was during a just was during a, a, a transition point. She had some time, and I had. She came up into the office, and uh, you know, it was a. I just said, you know, if you want to be here, I, I you know, I, I want you to just try to communicate with these patients that don't accept cases. And uh, I'll tell you, Greg, the rest is history. It's amazing what she did. Uh, she got into it. She didn't know anything when she started about dentistry, but she uh, she just took a, a, a tremendous uh, interest in it. Uh, her passion was lit. She loved, uh, she saw that this was more than just uh, fixing teeth. This was changing lives and she got into it and she she was uh, amazing and she just hasn't stopped wait so you're telling me that the way that stacy got started at your practice is you gave her all of these files all the patients who said no to treatment and said here do something with it this is sounding like glenn gary glenn ross and it's all about the leads the leads are good and coffee is for closers so in order for her to get any coffee she had to close is this what was going on in your practice <laughs> not only that not only that i wasn't you know i want i i didn't want her to just be uh, comfortable and you know sitting in her dad's office so not only did i tell her that i'm i want you to just communicate with the people who don't uh, accept treatment, but I put her, I made a deal with her where it was going to be a hundred percent commission. I don't know if that's legal or not, but that's what I did. <laughs> so you get, literally, you get nothing unless you bring it <laughs> off of these bad leads. Exactly. Stacey, what, that, it sounds like CPS should have been called. Wait, she, was she at least 18 at this point? <laughs> yeah. yeah but, and, and, oh, and okay. To a, and, and to put a topper on it, um, so, uh, fast forward a few years later when I'm selling my practice, okay, when I'm selling my practice, I, the, 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 the agents who were representing the buyer made it very clear to the buyer that you have to make sure that Stacy stays in the practice because she's obviously the secret sauce to this whole thing. Well, she's closing at two to three times the rate anyone else, of right. course. I mean, right. those leads are super valuable. Right. Exactly. I mean, so Stacy, tell me this. So you go to school. I'm sure you didn't think, wow, I want to go work for my dad every day. Or did you? Were you one of those? <laughs> no, definitely not one of those. <laughs> okay, start over. I went to school. <laughs> well, no, I want you to tell me. So oh, you go okay. to school. Yeah, so you go to school and your dad gives you this ripe offer of, let me give you all the crappy leads of people who turned down for treatment and I'm going to pay you nothing. Oh. So th this was this was what you had going on in your life. No, so yeah. rather than begging for change <laughs> on a street corner, holding up a sign saying "We'll work for beer," you decided to go work for your dad. Is this is this what I'm figuring out? No, here? Is it this was what's actually going on? it was interesting because I was I was it, it's a whole story how I originally went there. We were going to do something with with something different. It didn't really pan out with a couple other business partners. Aside from dentistry, that didn't happen. And I had left my career that I had been with, like in regional sales management for like 10 years. And I was kind of like, didn't know what, what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go back there. And so to make a long story short, the way it all went down is I ended up having a baby 
And I <laughs> keep talking about calling people because I don't even think this is legal because I think after you have a baby, you're, you're guaranteed your job back after you go on maternity leave. But he pretty much said, listen, here's how it's going to be. If you want to stay, get me some of these cases and I'll, let's see what you can do. I'll pay you a commission because it was kind of like I was working there and not doing much and just helping Wait, and out. This is in California. Too. Yeah, Hold is on California. a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking notes. I'm yeah, taking yeah. notes for you, Stace. So oh, it was, my. it was funny, but it's pretty interesting when, when you take an employee, I mean, seriously, it just goes to show you and you take an employee and you put a, an employee that's, that that's very driven by, doesn't have to be money, but by um, competitive nature. And you put some, profit in the picture and some, you know, incentive in the picture, you know, how it really changes because, um, I was working some leads here and there, but like, once we got on that commission structure, it was over, like our numbers literally doubled. So, um, it was, it was, it was amazing. And I realized like, it wasn't me just, we had a whole system down to it. So it wasn't me just, you know, working a list and calling leads. I learned about the cases. I went over the x-rays. I, I worked with him. He trained me um, and it was amazing. And then it goes on from there once he sold the practice, because then we we switched things around and I started I was presenting the front end sales and then it went it was even better than that. So, yeah, I I definitely found my niche and I realized uh, I think I have someone something here that can really help people. In fact, I know I do after talking to a lot of these dentists that that can do these cases clinically, but have a hard time um, learning how to convert the leads to sales. So it's pretty awesome. Well, and it, yeah, and it sounds like you were really invested in the practice, in the patients, helping them to create better smiles, right? It's, it's all about finding your passion. You know, that's something that's, you know, created, there's a theme starting here uh, with the Toot Sleuth podcast, and it is about finding your passion. And that's something that I'm hearing. Would, would you agree with that? Well, it's interesting too, because, you know, this is something that we teach in our course and yes, it's definitely about finding your passion, but this, you don't have to be passionate about dentistry to do well in this field. You have to be passionate about people and helping people. Cause these aren't people that need dentistry. These are people like my dad always says that need the lower half of their face to work. So it's a completely different ball game with what we're dealing with these full arch cases. And that is so different from what typically you hear, right? You hear about creating great smiles. Absolutely. But so, Dr. Howard, I have to go back to you on that one. So it, to make the lower half of your face work? Right. Right. So uh, <clears throat> as, as you mentioned, back in the 90s, I gave uh, seminars and, and, uh, and uh, tapes to uh, – thousands of dentists literally over the course of five years. And one of the things, one of the key things that I have learned was that, and this was before these products that you guys, that they're doing now, I'm, I'm just talking about uh, what I was dealing with. But one of the key things is to really understand the value of what, of what you're doing. You know, the, the value, what, what this is worth to the people you're talking to. And, and you're not talking, and Stacy picked this up uh, quickly, that you're not talking about teeth, you're not talking about a mouth, you're literally talking about the bottom half of your face, you're talking about things like being able 
to appear at your daughter's wedding, to be able to smile, to be able to chew food, to be able to eat, to be able to be healthy. I mean, the value of what they're doing, what what you're um, offering these people is enormous. And that's why these cases, uh, that's why she's so successful at selling these cases at these prices. Yeah, and it really is a skill and a technique. And so tell me a little bit about that, about the the passion, you know, when when you talk about this, you know, the the test or the prototype, I think is what you called it with the seminar. You know, what's the inspiration behind that of putting that together, uh, you know, to teach dentists, you know, how to close these cases. So tell me a little bit more about that. Well, you know, after after talking to, after being more involved in the industry and just talking to more and more people and receiving letters from big DSO companies, like trying, so I'm not going to mention any names, but no, (laughs) no, we would just get letters from big DSO companies saying, telling us basically they, it it must've been a group letter that they sent out to every local dentist in the area saying, we see 2000 patients a year and we, we only, can help like 20% of these people. So they were basically asking these, our practices, they didn't know we were a full arch implant center, but to come for a seminar to learn about them so they could get more referrals, direct referrals from dentists. And I was like, oh my gosh, these big companies, they're only converting at like 20, 30%. And the more and more people I talked to in the implant industry, same thing that dentists are, and, and I realized dentists are are pretty much trying to, instead of build value in their product, they're just cutting numbers and trying to lowball on pricing. And I just realized I had a gift. And and the one thing, and I went to my dad and I said, I think I could really, really help these guys. And he, you know, we both wanted to know, is this something that could be transferable or something that you could teach? Or is it just because I'm some, you know, superstar that has a father that's a dentist in this field? And we realized we had, you know, a dentist come from Scottsdale and within my, within one month, he's like more than doubling his numbers. And they they were doing 20% conversion. They're at like 75 to 80%. And it's little things. It starts with little things. And this is the type of industry that you converse one more case a week. It's a, over a million dollars in revenue a year. One more case a week equates to wow, over a million, million dollars. dollars. So that, yeah, that is game changing. Absolutely. So yeah. So that's, that's, that's how it all started. Yeah. And I mean, that's what it's all about, right? So is it the individual player or is it a system, a formula where you can replicate it and teach it to others and share it with others? And, and that's amazing. So from what you're telling me, what I want to know is, so, you know, give our listeners a little nugget, right? So, so what's the, what's the one thing that one of the biggest mistakes that dentists are making today when they're trying to convert these big cases, Patient comes in the door. What what's the biggest mistake that they're making today? Are you are you okay? So I would say you might think differently. Um, I would say the one of the biggest mistakes is they. Well, there's a lot of mistakes, but one of the biggest <laughs> <laughs> one is the big. I got, I got a clone in on one. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead. There's just so many. It's only a 30 minute podcast, Stacey. <laughs> Let me just interject here. Right? One of the things that uh, uh, Stacy said, Dad, you're you're really good at uh, analogies. Give me an analogy for what our course is offering. 
So we, I came up with a, uh, a garden hose, and I said that, you know, you put the garden hose on the faucet, okay, and you turn the faucet on, and the water that's coming into the hose is uh, the patients. Those are the patients that you're bringing into your office for, your, uh, for, for the treatment, and or those are the lead calls. Let me say that. Those are the lead calls. And along the way, the hose has holes in it. So you'll see like there's leaks and there's not just one leak, Greg, there's four or five leaks, different points along, uh, along the uh, process until the nozzle. And at the, at the nozzle, you see the water coming out of the hose and the nozzle has 20% of the amount of, of water coming in from the uh, spigot. So the point is that there's different leaks all along the way, and that's that's the point. There probably isn't one main leak, but there's a number of leaks. And what Stacy's able to do is she's able to uh, systematically close these leaks so that, uh, just like she proved with the dentist from Scottsdale, so that anybody, she believes, and I believe after what I've seen, is that the 20% at the end becomes 60 70% in this case, in Scottsdale, it's even become 80%. So it's all very doable. And um, and she uh, that's what we told her. That's what I told her when she came to me. I said, sit down, work out a, a uh, you know, a, a program. And let's you have to prove that this is duplicatable, that it's not just you. And and, and that's what that Scottsdale uh, dentist uh, proved to us, that she could definitely do that. That's a great analogy. I'm I'm a visual person, and I I don't know if all of our listeners are, but that's definitely something that they can picture. That that hose, right? They turn the faucet on, and that is all of the marketing that they're investing in right now. Doesn't matter the amount, but all of those leaks in that hose. So thank you so much for that. Okay, this is the point of our podcast where we like to play. What the sleuth is going on? Okay, so who wants to play first, Stacy or Doctor Howard? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first, Greg. All right, Stacy, you're going first. Dr. Howard, you can't listen, okay? It's three questions that all of our guests have to answer. Okay, Stacy, question number one. Tell me about the worst bad breath experience you've ever had with someone else. <laughs> hey, the worst bad breath experience I've had with someone else. Are you talking about on a professional level or a personal level? I'm confused. I mean, you know, tell me about the worst bad breath you've ever encountered. Oh my gosh. Can I say pass? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Trust me. There's a lot of people with periodontal disease that come into our office, but thanks. Thankfully during COVID we've got, we've gotten to wear masks. So, but I hear stories. Um, One of the blessings of COVID. Yes. Yes. I'm going to, point the next question over to Dr. Pfeffer. <laughs> oh, no, he can't answer yet. He's not supposed to be listening. Oh, he's not listening. Cheating oh, okay, we we don't cheat on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay question number two. If you could change one thing about your smile, what would it be? Is this to me again, too? Yes, you have to answer all three. Um, I would have two dimples instead of one. <laughs> I love it. She wants to double dip on the dimple. So we're going to call you double dimple for the rest of the show. Okay. Question number three. If you could go back and be the inventor of any dental product, which one would you choose and why? 
Oh my God. That's such a good one. Any dental product. I'd, I'd be the inventor of the best systematic, um, the best systematic course you can buy for full arch dentistry. And that's what I'm trying to do. (laughs) Oh, I like that answer. All right. All right. That, 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 that was, that was gilding the lily there, but we'll let you get away with it. All All right, right. Dr. Howard, are you ready? I know you weren't listening. You were, you weren't trying to, to to prep your answers. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Question number one. Okay. Tell me about the worst bad breath you've ever encountered. You know what? I'm kind of lucky because I practiced dentistry for 45 years, and I have uh, I have the sense of smell of a brick. So, uh, <laughs> so I once walked into a party with my wife, and I didn't realize that I had stepped in dog crap uh, at the at the at the uh, you know at the front door, and I came in. And everybody was walking away from me. Nobody would come near me. And I, I didn't know why. I had no idea. I don't smell anything. So I was very fortunate in that respect. So so did did you put the shoe in your mouth? Because we're talking about bad breath, Dr. I know. So I, I just want to know for all of our listeners, we need some clarification. Were you eating the shoe at some point because there wasn't food? What's going on here? Uh, I don't know. I thought I was. I thought that was a, a clever way of getting out of the question. <laughs> no, give me give me some slack here. <laughs> All, right. All right. Question number. We'll 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 chalk that up to coming off a cold. Question number two. If you could change one thing about your smile, what would it be? My smile. If I could change one thing, I think yes, sir. I would just have it about four or five inches higher than it is. <laughs> In other words, okay? We're uh, talking about your smile. I mean, we had the whole shoe thing and the breath, so I just want to make sure we're talking about your smile. Yes? <laughs> I'm talking about my height. I'd like to be like, I, I oh, like okay. my smile. I like You're my not your verticality. Bit. Okay, I just want to I make sure we have some clarity higher. here over the question. <laughs> I just, I just I, wanted to I'm sorry higher. to butt in, but I was imagining your <laughs> mouth on the middle of your forehead. Exactly. No, I just want to smile. Thank you, Ted. I, I'm very sad. I, I, it's I like always good smile. when the producer gets involved in the what the sleuth is going on. That was an appropriate <laughs> interjection. Thank you, Ted. Question number three. Right. If you could go back and be the inventor of any dental product... Which one would you choose and why? All right, this now this one I'm gonna answer straight. <laughs> Surprise. Because uh I would be the inventor of the water pit. And the reason is that if if people knew what I know and what thousands of my patients know by now about a water pit, everybody in the world would use one. And you'd probably wipe out periodontal disease, but that's why, and that's what I would. I like that. That's a that's a great answer. I, I I'm just surprised that you know there was a straight man answer there because there there was some silliness going on there. So thank you for playing <laughs> what the sleuth is going on, which all of our guests play here on the tooth. Lucky sleuth them, podcast. lucky them. Right, I know. Right, it, it it is a pleasure not only for the participants but for our <laughs> listeners. So it, 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 tell me. 
right? So, you know, we've talked about, you know, your seminar a little bit and about, you know, selling big cases. So I'm curious if, if somebody has some interest in, you know, it, most dentists believe that what they're doing is good, right? Because they wouldn't be doing it that way. They would have already changed it. So what is that barrier that they feel in order to making that change? What, what, what is the one thing that you can say to them to be able to take that look in order to take the leap? Well, one thing they can do for sure is, and a lot of probably them, a lot of, a lot of them probably aren't doing is it's real simple. It's just basic math. They can just track their results. So they basically just track the number of calls they have coming in, track the number. I mean, of course, have their girls doing it, track their leads that they schedule to actually then their book leads from their calls that are coming in. And then or you don't even have to do that. Just track all the first appointments that you have and how many of those cases are closing. Um, cause if most of them are closing at 20%, 30%, the good ones, 40%, maybe 50, I haven't really heard of any of that. So if I don't really have to explain it, it's just basically look what you're currently doing. Is that the question that you're asking? What would I say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's super because helpful. It's interesting because you have a lot of guys too, that I think that I've talked to from people in the industry that are just spending more and more money in marketing. And it's literally you just have more and more money going out the back door. So if you can tighten up on your conversion, it just brings in so much more profitability for you. So yeah, it's just basically tracking what comes in and how many cases you're closing. Right. They're tracking their cases, obviously, with their patient files. So just tracking that information, I think that's a great piece of advice. And I would go back to the, you know, what's the biggest mistake they're making? Not tracking that information would probably go back to one of the biggest mistakes they're making if they're not tracked. Just good, basic data. They're well, coming in. What did you offer? Did they close that case? Right. Would you say that? So what is the tracking that you do, Stacy, that helps your practice to know, uh, you know, your close rate and what, what are you doing specifically? I think that might help our listeners. Yeah. So we're just, we just basically, we have everything tracked with our systems that we use in house. And then I just on the side track personally, just literally written, just a tracking system with Excel. So it's just for me, for my personal, it's just, um, if you, if you have a goal, you have to know what you're doing in order to get to be better. So just basically it doesn't have to be complicated. It's cases coming in cases closed. That's it. You could literally just use a little, little sheet with a pencil, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, there's a, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of these dentists probably don't have the right person in place. They, you know, so there's so many things that are that are out there that can be learned um, that we can help with with our course. So that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And so, is there a name for your course? Is there a place where they can go to get some more information? Yeah. So our course is um, is our company is called Archology, and it's it's the website is www arch so a r c h dash ology o l o g o l o g y dot com so archology.com and we do courses pretty much once a quarter so we should have one coming up um, but if you have any um, questions 
the best thing to do is actually either call or email me. Um, you can call me at 619-961-5334, or you can email me at Stacy, which is S-T-A-C-Y at newdaysmile.com. And that's N-E-W-D-A-Y-S-M-I-L-E.com. Archology, the study or the science of arches. That's yeah. a very clever name. Yeah. So thank you so much, uh, Stacy and Dr. Howard, for being guests on the Toot Sleuth podcast. It's been very informative and a little fun. So uh, for all of our listeners, it's been Double Dimple and it's been Shoe Poo um, <laughs> on our podcast today. And I want to thank you so much for being with us. Thank you and continue listening. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Tooth Sleuth Podcast. If you're a dentist and interested in learning more on how to grow your business, reach out to our show at toothsleuth2021 at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, or hanging out on your nearest street corner where there seems to be a dental practice everywhere you look. Signing off for now, I'm Greg Essenmacher. I thank you for your time and the pleasure of your company. And remember to keep smiling. This podcast was produced by T Door Productions. Theme song written by The Whole Other.